Hi, this is Alexis P. Bevels, and you're listening to Grizzly Kiki. You want fat fish? I'ma give it to you tasty. Bread it up, fry it, and dip it in the gravy. You want fat fish? Yeah, you know you wanna try it. Dip it in the butter, make the fat count higher. Higher, higher, higher. Today's episode is brought to you by Warby Parker, an eye care brand that offers chic and modern eyewear at a revolutionary price. Simply put, your glasses shouldn't cost as much as the iPhone X. Warby Parker's prescription glasses start at $95. And they do sunglasses too. Buying glasses should be easy and risk-free, girl. Warby Parker's home try-on program lets you fall in love with your glasses in the comfort of your own home. You can choose up to five frames from hundreds of stylish options and have them shipped directly to you for free. That way, you can try all the frames and pick your favorite. And for every pair of glasses sold, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need. Daniel wears Warby Parker, and now he can actually see me. And I'm considering a divorce. Hey! So to get started, head over to warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki. Again, that's warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki. Warby Parker. Modern eyewear made simple. Thanks a lot. This is Grizzly Kiki. I'm Robert. And I'm Daniel. And joining us all the way from Chicago, it's Alexis P. Bevels. Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> What's up, girl? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so thrilled to be talking with you girls. Oh God, we're, we're so excited, excited to talk too. to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <Jinx>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, You'll have to excuse my, this is my hungover voice. I'm not hungover, but my voice is, oh. if that makes sense. It sounds we, very. Um, oh my God! Who's the woman you're who plays? Very like. Um, um, oh my God! What's her name? The woman who played Chandler's uh, dad, <laughs> Kathleen Turner. <laughs> oh my God! I was thinking like Lauren Bacall Oops. from Tuesday Mornings. You know those com- have you ever seen those commercials? Oh, That's kind of shady. Mm-hmm. Her favorite time of day is night. Yes. Oh I'm my favorite. God. Yeah. Yes. And did she's doing all the coffee? Mm-hmm. Oh, not shady at all. I adore her. I just, I, I love a, a husky, a husky lady voice. I think it's wonderful. Yes, a husky lady voice. She's husky today. I had a, um, I did a show last night that started at eleven fifty-five, and I, and I sang. I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm very happy. But isn't that isn't that a funny time to start a show? Eleven fifty-five. Eleven fifty. That sounds like Bushwig. Have oh you, really? Have you been to Bushwick ever? I have not. Yeah. I want to go. They have, but I haven't. Two thirty-seven p.m. Two forty-two p.m. It's the strangest like um, schedule of. Oh, I love that. Of, of times, it's like you know because they're trying to fit everybody in at once. So I love yeah. it. So random. <laughs> The reason 11.55 sounds weird to me is because it sounds early. Like, normally here, the drag shows don't start until after midnight at some point. Oh, really? Yeah. We've been... In Chicago, the trend has been kind of, like, starting a little bit earlier. Like, the big... Like, um, Dragon Matinee always starts around 10.30 or 11. Oh. Um, but, yeah, around that time, yeah. And is that, like... Because we have early drag here, but it's, like, 
nightgowns like Sasha Valore's show mm-hmm. starts oh yeah you know, at a reasonable hour um but yeah. I would also say I would say 10 30 is also reasonable because it gets yeah. you home in time to you know set your set your rollers <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> and not be like too too hungover for work the next day if you have to yeah exactly exactly I'm on a weeknight um what uh what else has been going on with you anything new <sighs> Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Um, I, so I, I did this show called Camp Waikiki and uh-huh. it's uh, going to be on YouTube and I've just been like waiting with bated breath to see if it was going to come out and be good and people will like it. And the first episode's out now and I, people are being really positive about it. So I'm, I'm really excited to see how it's going. And how where it's gonna go from here? It's such a fun and silly show. It's, it's, but it's so different from all of the other drag programming that exists mm-hmm. out there. And it's refreshing that it is so different and so fun. Um, but before we get into that, I was curious: yeah. how long ago did you film this? Okay, yes. Sorry, I jumped the gun. No, um, no not at all. This we filmed. So it was a very quick uh situation we filmed it in may okay and the filming was only a week so oh my god yeah so when i was asked about it i was like oh that actually sounds perfect it sounds crazy but it sounds perfect (laughs) i'm only missing a week you know you hear the girls in the other shows have to go away for a really long time Mm -hmm. um right so i was like even if this turns out to be bad it's only a week i'm not missing much outside of it yeah um so yeah, so it was in May and then like we couldn't obviously didn't want to tell anybody about it and we couldn't really talk about it. Uh, so that was annoying. I, we didn't, I don't, I shouldn't really complain because I know that the, like the RuPaul's girls have like a full year where they can't say anything. Right. So we only had a couple of months, but still it was really annoying to, to be like, um, well, I can't, I can't tell you anything about where, where I was for a week. Yeah, I think you only had to wait like a couple of weeks because I remember the information about it coming out at the beginning of the summer. No, yeah, it was it wasn't too long ago, and yeah. then it premiered yeah. this week, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, they wanted to get everything out fast. Uh, mm. The the um, the brothers slash sisters, uh, Apple Brown Bready and Cherry by Sugar Baker, who are the creators of the show, they like had the idea and they were like, "Well, we have to do this now before mm-hmm. someone else." does it so they got everything together they filmed we filmed it and they're they wanted to get it out before the end of summer uh just because it is kind of a summary show mm-hmm. um so yeah they were they they kind of fast-tracked it which is great i'm not complaining <laughs> no i mean and it's 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 fantastic um how did you get involved with camp Wanakiki, like how did they like reach out to you did you have to audition um well yeah so I work so the the owners of Hamburger Marys they are the Sugar Baker twins mm-hmm. so they're they're real life twin brothers and they own the Hamburger Marys restaurants um and they have like locations all over the USA and I work the first Friday of the month there I I um produce one of their shows in the series called Dining with the Divas it's like a dinner time show um and it's just like three girls kind of tiptoeing through the tables uh it's really cute and I knew them through that and they called me and they were like, I have a, we have something to ask you, but it's very secretive. So like, you can't say anything. And I was like, okay. And they told me about it. And initially I had something else that I had to do that kind of crossed over that I, I was going to do. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't really like going back on my commitments. So I was like, mm-hmm. the like the rule follower in me was like, I can't, I don't know if I can get out of that other thing. But then I hung up the phone and I was like, oh, you have to do this. Like you have to be in a summer camp show about mm-hmm. with drag queens. Like you've got to, <laughs> you've got to cancel that other thing. <laughs> so thank God I did. Did they tell you that it was going to be very, like, very, very summer camp, like you were going to go swimming and drag and stuff? Was that clear from the beginning? Yeah. Well, they said that we were going to do, like, camp things. They didn't get into specifics, but they said, like, yeah, there's going to be some physical stuff we'll do and you'll be in drag all day, every day. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, and I I actually, I'm actually into that. I used to go camping with my dad when I was younger. And I, I kind of like that outdoor type stuff. I don't, you know, I, I'm poor, so I can't do that now, like on my own, <laughs> but, but I love doing it. I love hiking and all, and all that. So I, I was like, this is kind of perfect for me. I love, I love going outdoors and, and doing camp type stuff. Mm-hmm. Was, and I love being in track. Was it your first time doing both? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yes. With like makeup and all that. Yes. I, Although I wasn't lying when I went, so when I went camping with my dad, I say this line in the first episode about like people would give me funny looks. I remember we would go with, we can't say this name anymore, but Indian guides with like the YMCA. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was like a father son, like camping excursion. I would pack like a full week's worth of clothes for a weekend and I would have a different outfit for like dinner and lunch. So people would look at me weird. Like, why are you changing so much? <laughs> you pack like I do. I love it. Yes. Overpack. You need options. Yeah, I believe in dressing, you know, for different times of the day. Cause like, you never know like where you're going to find yourself even in the woods. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. Hello. And if you have space in your luggage, why not? Yeah. Or just bring, <laughs> yeah. Bring more than the recommended, you know, of course. Yeah. Always, always be prepared. Isn't that the um one of those? What is it, Boy Scouts? Isn't that their motto? But, always be prepared. boys. Yes. Yeah. Always be. Always be prepared. There you go. I wasn't a Boy Scout. Were y'all? Were y'all Boy Scouts? No. Mm-mm. No. I I didn't even know what they were until my cousin was a Girl Scout, and then I um found out about the cookies, and Ooh. I was like, oh, do boy. Mind you, I was a teenager when I found out about the Girl Scouts, and was like taking uh- my cousin. To her, to her meetings, her Girl Scout. Oh meetings. right! And I was like, "Oh, do you like do Boy Scouts have cookies? Like, could I do that?" And I was like, first of all, I'm too old, and second of all, no, no cookies." I was really disappointed. Oh, that's but, I mean, yeah, it's not much of a story, but no. <laughs> we that's yeah, that's disappointing. Yeah. We had for for Indian guides, we had like little. Uh, they weren't even leather. They were like they were like a mat like almost a velvet vest mm-hmm. and you got badges on them for different things. Oh, wow. Do That's you still have cool. your vest? No, I don't. Oh. I wonder what happened to it. I remember it had fringe at the bottom, so that's why I liked it. Yes. Well, you know, you can do a shimmy. Right. And create movement. I mean, that's all, you know, that's, that's what, all that's what it's all about. <laughs> Any eight-year-old boy needs. Right? Um, so what was it like doing drag in the outdoors? Now, you know, now that you're all done up and you have a week of this, you know, inten- intense kind of camp life. Um, yeah. I, so I, I'm sure as maybe you can relate. I hate being hot. Mm-hmm. I can't stand it. And when we're in drag, we're all like sausaged in. So I was fully prepared to just be miserable for, for a week. But actually the first couple of days were kind of cold and rainy. Mm-hmm. And the first day in particular, it was like really cold. So I was kind of thankful for that. 
Um, and then, and then as the days went on, the, the weather got nicer and it did get hot the last couple of days, not nearly as hot as it is, as it is in Chicago right now. Mm. I want to say if it had been, if it had been this temperature, like it was then I would, I would not have, I would not have wanted to do it. Um, so being in drag every day, it was, uh, it was just kind of like, um, try not to move a whole lot so you don't sweat and only move when we're like told to. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did have like, there was a, the mess hall where breakfast, lunch and dinner was served. And that was pretty cool and like ventilated. And that's kind of where we would be when we weren't doing stuff. So it wasn't too bad actually. Yeah. And did you all shoot on an actual, like were these actual campgrounds? Where you shot? Oh yes, they were. Yes, ma'am. So this place is Camp Kupagani is the, is the real name and it's outside of Rockford and they picked it because it's like a very inclusive camp. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the only black owned summer camps. I, I think in the state um, and they pride themselves on like diversity and inclusiveness. And they've had, you know, a couple of trans kids come through their camp. So oh, wow. the brothers really loved that and that they wanted to, you know, let us use their, their facilities. Um, so yeah, it was a real camp and we actually, one of the stipulations for us to be there was we had to follow camp rules. So like, Breakfast was always at 8 a.m. And we usually usually report there in full drag at 8 a.m. Lunch was always at noon and dinner was always at 6. And part of the camp rules is like the campers have to help set up the meals and clean up the meals. So we would all take turns like in full drag, like bringing out the food, bringing out the plates and then like taking the dirty dishes away and like throwing them in bins. It was it was the full camp experience. I hope we get to see this on the show. Oh, you might. You might. <laughs> that sounds like. I mean, yeah, yeah. Even in drag, that sounds like fun. Yeah, that sounds like so much fun. I can't even handle it. Yeah, it really was fun. And a good thing about it was we always knew when our breaks would be because, like, mm-hmm. it was a rule. Like, you have to be there for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, uh, no matter what. So, oh my god, so that, that was kind of great. That means that you must have been getting ready, like starting at like four or five in the morning. to make it there at eight right yeah some girls did for sure i i got to where i was pretty because they they requested um for the daily drag looks like when we're we're all in the pink shirts Mm -hmm. they requested we all try to do the same makeup every day just so that way if we you know filmed things out of order they could kind of splice things together Mm -hmm. so doing the same face i kind of got it i got it down to pretty quick i was waking up at like six towards the end of the towards the end of the run there that's amazing that's a that's a quick beat and so were you the were were you and the other contestants were you the only ones that were on those grounds or were there other like campers was there staff oh um there was staff there was staff there wasn't any other campers uh we did it like before the like where we filmed before the campers like actually came in um but yeah there was like the kitchen staff um I think it was like three or four wonderful people that we only saw when we were like doing the kitchen things. And then there was a guy there named Aaron who was one of the head counselors and he was there to like help us if we needed anything or like yell at us if we were doing something wrong. (laughs) Um, And he was a cute little otter daddy and you don't see him on the show, but we all were obsessed with him. And he was like our flirtatious, like, uh, you know, point of flirtation for the week, our man candy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, an otter in the woods. How appropriate. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so had you worked with any of these girls before being on the show? Yeah, a lot of them are from the Midwest. So um, Muffy Fishbasket, uh, Olasia and Sekhevi, they're all from Chicago. And mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've worked with Muffy and Olasia before. Olasia and I actually work at Hamburger Mary's together. Uh, she does, she's the DJ there mm-hmm. right now. And she also hosts one of her own shows. And then I worked with Muffy before. Muffy works at this bar called The Call. And she does these really cool... Um, she does a show called Six Queens, One Diva. It's like a themed show where they, they pick a, they pick a diva and then she gets all these performers of all different types and they all do songs from that repertoire. Uh, so that's, that's a pretty interesting show. And I've done one of those with her. Mm -hmm. We also, um, we also kind of dip into the burlesque world together. She and I kind of cross paths there. We do some hosting and she's actually an amazing, like, she does like, uh, the Lyra and like trapeze type stuff. Oh, wow. She does like acrobatics. She's amazing. And she live sings. She's crazy. I hate her. (laughs) (laughs) So now that the first episode is out, we all, you know, for those who've seen it, you know that there was a boat race in the first episode. What was it like (laughs) filming that for you? I was, I was nervous. I was nervous because we were in full drag. Getting in a boat that's, I mean, it was sturdy, but like very tippy. Mm-hmm. My partner, Sylvia Nix uh, from Milwaukee, she had never been canoeing before. So I was like, okay, so let me take the reins. And I know from going camping with my dad to sit in the back, if you're like doing leading, it's like the, the motor boat in the back. You like do all the steering. That's like the, the position you want to be in. Okay. Um, huh. LOL. Uh, <laughs> this is not not often I am in the back. Just just kidding. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, so I was nervous because she was nervous. Also, when I was little, okay, you guys, I went camping with my dad, right? We were canoeing. Mm-hmm. My dad was in the back and we were done canoeing. And we like kind of like sailed onto where the tip of the canoe was on the land. And he was like, let me get out first. And I'm like, no, dude, I'm in the front. Why can't I get out first? Otherwise you're going to tip us trying to get around me over me. And he was like, no, 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 just trust me. So I did. And he tipped us and I got wet and I've never forgiven him for it. So, (laughs) so I used that knowledge and I said, I'm going to be in the back. I'm going to direct everything. And Sylvia, you just like, listen to me and do what I say. And that worked out. It kind of worked out. We ran into the we ran into one of the judges with our no. canoe right. <laughs> on the on that board. We were we were getting confused about what left and right means. <laughs> Wait, do they do they uh, this is a stupid question, but do they mean something different when you're rowing wow. or well, no, because like no, it's not a stupid question. No. Yeah. You know, like starboard, like on a boat, like you don't call the front the front and you don't call the back the back. They have specific names. Right. Star, starburst and starburst. Yes. Or yeah. Well, okay. So I was like, okay, uh, when I say stroke, that means like stroke the the paddle with your Mm -hmm. thing. And and I was like, I, I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was like, go left or go right. But I think I was confusing because if you want to go to the right, you have to paddle on the left side, right? Ah. So it turns, yeah. Oh so my I God, think, you're right. yeah. So you're not. That's not a dumb question. I think I th- actually, I think I fucked us up because I was, I kept being like, no, 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 right, right, and then 
she would paddle to the right and it would make us go left. And then we ran into Ruthie. <laughs> See, I, I'm, I really thought that was a stupid question to ask and it makes no. sense. See, I don't drive and I assume that these are the, you know, these are the things that you go in one direction and make, makes you go the other. Cause yeah. whenever I have to operate the forklift at my job, it is like, a, like a hope and a prayer that oh. I don't, I don't go. Cause I, I work at a museum and so I have to like move a forklift around to lift up crates and stuff sometimes. And I'm just like, God, oh today, God. please don't let today be the day that I put the forks through something valuable. And I have to stand in front of it and make sure it's on the turtle, the, like the turtle speed. Cause there's literally like a turtle and oh. a rabbit. So, you know, oh my like God. The, the turtle and the hare. And so yes. I put it on all the way on turtle and I'm like, pew, pew. Like I'm, I'm like an old lady and uh, was it the 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 jitterbug? No, that's the phone. What is the the um, the the jazzy scooter? Yeah, I'm, I'm like on a jazzy, <laughs> the jazzy scooter. scooter. Oh, okay, because yeah. So I oh I I'm, yeah. I'm so enthralled. Okay, wait. So did you have to wait? Okay, stop. Uh, I'm gonna turn the tables on you. Did you have to take a class to drive a forklift, or were they just like, here, drive this? No, my uh, my coworker who was like teaching me the ropes was like, okay. So here is the forklift. And I was like, ooh, fun. And then <gasps> I thought, well, why can't, like, like, why can't it just be easier? I'm like, why can't we just have, like, four-wheel drive on the fucking, like, you know, sco- yeah. uh, scooter, Jesus Christ, on the, on the forklift. And she was like, so this is how you do it. And she's a slight, tiny woman, okay? And okay. the forklift lives in our vault. And you have to, like, park it at the end of each day, like, in a corner. That <gasps> there's no, So, like... If I have to get to something, I have to move this thing all around our storage vaults. And so, oh my God. Yeah. So I was literally just told, this is how it works. Make sure you just have it on turtle all the time and just be careful. Oh my God. I'm obsessed. Yeah. And then, and then I got lifted up on the forklift on my second <gasps> day. And I was like, <gasps> yeah, mm-hmm, not fun. Oh, I love it. Also, that's probably the most nerve wracking thing I could <laughs> ever imagine. What I'm, I'm imagining you're like moving like, king pharaoh sarcophaguses mm-hmm. on a forklift you are no 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 muppets <laughs> muppets and skexies and uh Ugh. mystics from what you who's it uh the dark crystal things like that because it's all movie movie related artifacts yeah but they're big uh, and it's, it's not easy i'm dying right now <laughs> i need you but here's what i need may i request yes can you, may. you can you is it a picture of a turtle and a hair on the thing it's like their little the icons. I will. I will take a photo. I need a picture, and I, I need will a send picture. it to you because I still can't believe sometimes that it, it's it's not even like slow and fast. It's like hieroglyphics. <laughs> it's like turtle or rabbit, and you only understand that if you know the rabbit and the hair or the tortoise right. and the hair. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that's, that's fucking niche. Whoever created this fucking forklift, it's not that niche. I, it's presumptuous, is what it is. I what if you don't know animals don't know about the fables? Right. Mm-hmm. Or just animals in general. Yeah. So not to take it to an even further tangent, but I am currently using Duolingo to learn French. Um, <gasps> oh, I know. know. Okay. C'est yeah. bon, whatever. Um, <clears throat> and, <laughs> and there are, there are turtle and there are turtle icons in the app so that if you don't, if you can't get the pronunciation right, you press the turtle button and they slow it down even further. Oh my God. I so love here. that. That's so mean. Our turtle, uh, we have a turtle and she's not slow. She's very fast. Oh, yeah. Turtles are getting a bad rap. Yeah. But, sl- but slow is fine. Slow yeah. is good sometimes. Yeah. You know, especially yeah. with a forklift. Especially with a forklift. I think we should right. take a break. 
Um, yeah. But when we come back, we're going to keep talking about Camp Wanakiki. So um, stick around. We'll be right back. Oh, hi, it's me, Robert. And I have a question. Do you shop on Amazon? If so, you can be a supporter of our show. Just go to grizzlykiki.com and click the Amazon button in our menu. Anytime you shop on Amazon using our link, we'll get a small commission on everything you buy. And it's free. There's no cost to you as the money comes out of Amazon's pocket, not yours. So bookmark it, use it, and every time you buy from Amazon, you'll be helping us keep the key key going. And we're back to talk some more about Camp Wanakiki. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we wanted to know is, well, I'm going to posit a statement first. So Camp okay. Wanakiki is distinguishing itself from other drag competitions by focusing on being fun and nice and leaving the mess behind. Okay? Yeah. How did you all, specifically you, foster your competitive spirit while also focusing on creating like sisterly bonds and um, showing good sportsmanship during the competition? Beautiful question. I, so I'm, I, in general, I think maybe that I like to think that's why they gravitated towards me is I'm pretty much a team player, anyways. Like I'm very in myself. Like I can find competition with myself with things that I don't like or that I'm doing or whatever. So I would say that's a, that personally that helped me also, I knew most everyone. I had met them at least, you know, once or twice before. Um, But also, like, just being able to... Oh, I will note that they did let us know who else was in it beforehand. They were very transparent. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, as soon as the cast was set, they were like, "Um, we don't want you to, you know, we want you to be able to help each other out and, like, you know, know each other. So we kind of had this bond of, like, uh, the unknown... uh, like what's going to happen. So that, that, that kind of bonded everyone. And we were talking, especially the Chicago girls. Um, we had like our own little message chain on Facebook. Um, (laughs) and then once we got there, I think we were all just so excited to get things started to like, uh, I will say this, the brothers, AKA the sugar baker twins would not tell us anything like at all. Like they wouldn't tell us what we were doing that night. They'd be like, okay, uh, girls, we're going to film the runway in an hour. Here's what you're going to be doing. Go get changed. And we're like, Oh fuck. Um, Oh, I can curse. Yeah, I can curse. Um, Anything you want. Yeah. (laughs) So, so it was like the group, the bond of the unknown, the thrill of being here on this first journey for what we all hope will be a successful, you know, um, a successful show. And also no time for anything. Like we got there the very night we got there um, at night. We had a little like meet and greet and then we like unpacked into our bunks. And then the next morning it was like, get up and get ready. And uh, kind of a shot out of a cannon situation. So there was, there was not really any time to, you know, bicker or have drama. I will say one thing is Miss Sylvia Nix. She forgot her towel this is an exclusive mm. <laughs> and I'm, I'm only saying this because uh, I'm involved. She forgot her towel. So she was just going around using other people's towels and, and she used mine. Luckily I had two, so it was fine. But I was like, girl, you could have just asked me for a towel. I would have given you one. <laughs> yeah. That's so she used it after you had already used it or like, 
Yeah, but it was in the woods. We were all dirty and sweaty the whole time. Is that shady? I think it's funny. <laughs> it's kind of gross. Like, I, I, like... I love you, Sylvia. Well, <laughs> I she picture is gross. Her, I picture her like waiting till somebody's like not around and like tiptoeing very carefully and like <laughs> snatching the towel and then coming back and like putting it back the way she found it, but it's soaking <laughs> yeah. wet. And everybody, yeah. everybody's like, hey, girls, your towel like not drying? What's going on here? I mean, that would be me. Cause well, she's actually, like, yeah. Well, she's actually a brilliant genius because it was it was very humid there, and we were all in like wooden cabins, and the the bathhouse was like a wooden structure, mm-hmm. so it was very humid and very like I'm so sorry to say this, but it was moist, mm. so like things wouldn't really dry. Yeah, so she's kind of a genius because I wouldn't have known unless someone told me <laughs> that she used it. I didn't care. <laughs> I'm so, tickled by that. I don't know why. <laughs> aside from sylvia stealing people's (laughs) towels do you think did everyone generally get along you think yeah yeah i think so we were and we were all like helping each other like because again it was a rush everything was you know they say like filming things is like hurry up and wait it was the ultimate hurry up get ready and then report to wherever you need to be in whatever we're supposed to be wearing so it was like really crazy and 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 uh, some of us either got ready in like the shower bathroom area, which was separate. And then some of us uh, got ready in the cabins. And so it was like, oh, I can't find my this. And one of us would be like, oh, here you go. Yeah, it was very sisterly. We were all we were all there for each other. It also sounds like it was a very efficient uh, filming process because you were just doing stuff and filming and, you know, taking breaks and. All yeah. That yeah. We had two amazing girls, Bailey and Bryony. She's British. Um and they they handled all the filming. They kept us on track. They were amazing. And you saw how amazing the first episode looks. Like, yeah, it looks yes. fantastic. And the audio, yeah. the audio is good. Yes. Which, like, I, I mean, not you know, we didn't know what to expect, but like, I was right. so excited when we heard about it. And part of me was like, God, I hope they're mic'd. I really hope they're mic'd because so often it's like you know like people forget about that that you know you can't just have like a boom mic or something and expect yeah. to get what everybody's saying but i love that all of you girls come through so clearly like it, oh, yeah. i love that because i want to know what's going on and sometimes i'm like eh eh you know with some of these yeah um, yeah and i'm like that when sound is good so you can only imagine right um, yeah we were, we were very lucky in getting bailey she was she headed up all the the camera stuff, and we were those were boom mics that that they used predominantly. Wow. There weren't really any really? kind of, yeah. And she's incredible. She's she was wow. like balance. She would like balance four cameras, mm-hmm. uh, like two in each hand, and then she'd have the control with the drone. Like she was like um, a one one woman band. It was amazing. You'd never know. You really wouldn't. Oh, good. I'm <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. She's like a busker, but with cameras. Yeah, it's, it's kind of <laughs> yes. Yeah. What is a busker? It's um the fucking <laughs> chimney sweep from Mary Poppins. That's always yeah, my example. Yeah, Robert, he's like a niche. like an outdoor <laughs> with like a giant drum on his stomach and a harmonica necklace. Oh, him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I knew what a chimney sweep was. I didn't know what a busker was. I think yeah, I think a busker is anyone who just performs on the street for money. Oh, yes. I I learned something. I clearly today. don't know what a busker is, but that's my example. <laughs> And I'm yeah. sticking with it. Did get you it. did you did you all get a list of what you needed to wear on the runway ahead of time, or were you making stuff before you hit the runway? Yeah, we got a list of um, themes to bring, uh, and then we were told to bring our 
like they called it the daily drag face. Ah. Um, yeah. So like our, our pink shirt outfits. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, we had, we had a list of things, uh, of, of, uh, themed, you know, costumes to bring, not unlike other shows or so I hear. Ah. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. <laughs> was it, was it like, like comforting or rather like, um, less stressful to know that like you had a uniform? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because, um, well, I made mine specifically so that I wouldn't have to wear tights with it because Mm -hmm. I'm already sweaty as it is. And like being outside doing things, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to deal with that. Um, also they encourage us not to wear heels during the day, which you hear the horror stories from those other shows where like by the end of the day, their feet are just mangled. Mm -hmm. And I consider us all so lucky that we didn't have to do that. The worst of it was some, some girls were wearing like thinner shoes and their feet would get wet, but otherwise like walking around in flats as a drag queen, Mm -hmm. which I wouldn't normally encourage, but in the woods, I feel like we get a pass. That's amazing. Yeah, it was great. sounds better and better and better like it gives you a reason to buy like hot pink timberland boots and, like, <laughs> right and like frilly lace socks like that's what i would do oh totally you know? totally and just like really butch it up you know? yeah yeah <laughs> yeah wow i'm now wondering i'm just remembering that a lot of the girls would go into the lake with their pads on what was the what was the situation like with padding drying out and all that <laughs> Um, uh, you know, well, uh, I think I can say this. So that portion Uh was, was filmed, um, that was filmed like on the last day. Ah, So, oh, I can't say this because they talked about it at at the viewing. So that was, that was the last day and we had done everything we needed to do. Like we were done, we'd wrapped. So they were like, Hey, if we've got some time, if anybody wants to go to the lake and play around, you're welcome to. And me and Alasia were like, uh, we don't want to do that. (laughs) We want to like get out of drag and, and, and pack up. And, um, so that's why I'm not really in that that much. And neither is Elijah. We were just kind of like back in the cabins doing our thing. But um, yeah, so I didn't do that. That was the last day. So they just like packed up all their wet stuff in garbage bags and threw it in their cars. I'm assuming. Oh my God. Yuck. <laughs> yeah, I, can't imagine, yeah. I can't imagine what it would be like jumping in the water on your first day. Especially like you were saying, it's like moist and musty and like yeah. nothing's going to dry out. Like you're going to have a moldy couch on your ass at the end of the week. Totally. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. They were, and they, yeah. And they even told us like, uh, I'm I'm not giving away too much, but I think I'm not. They told us (laughs) that, that during the canoe race, like, please don't fall in because we have stuff that we need to do. But if you fall in, it would be funny, (laughs) but try not to. (laughs) So we were all like, we were all like very aware of that. Yeah. I mean, of course it would be funny. <laughs> those are, those yeah. are very conflicting, um, you know, directions. directions that, like, oh. I, I would be like, yeah, no pads today. Just cinch really tight, yeah. you know? Oh, um, yeah. Uh, it's just, I, I can't get over how much fun sounds. Yeah. Like, it sounds like. This sounds awesome. Oh, um, that, that makes me happy to hear. Uh. Um, in the spirit of this show, we figured we would tell some camping or summer camp stories. <gasps> Ooh. Do you want to start us off, Alexis? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, let's do that. Okay. So 
I already talked about how I would pack multiple outfits. Mm-hmm. Uh, one time, me and my dad, Marcus, sup, dude, um, he and I would go to, we, we went to the, the Guadalupe River. I'm from Texas originally. And I bought, I brought like all my outfits. I had all my different, you know, looks for the weekend, but I only brought one pair of shoes. I brought my red high top Chuck Taylor sneakers. And because in my mind, that's the closest you could get to like a Dorothy Ruby slipper without giving yourself away. Mm-hmm. So I had my, my, my sneakers and we went rafting and we like got out in the water and I guess my shoes were untied or something, but I, I stepped out into the water and the mud just swallowed my shoe straight off of my foot. <gasps> so I lost my sneaker. I could not find it. Like, like you really can't step in the same river twice because it was gone. And so I spent the rest of the weekend with just one shoe and like the other one barefoot, but I still changed all my clothes. And I, and I made sure I got every single look in before the, the weekend was over. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. I missed that shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. No. Is All there... I could think of was how were you going to click to go home? Like, All right. Click with one shoe. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, was there any any truth to wearing skirts when you went camping was that something you did um i don't think so no that was just a little (laughs) (laughs) that was uh no but i would i would do it like when i was really little like when you're a kid before you learn about like shame I would do that at like church. Like I would go, I would go to like the little dress up box. And I remember there was this one pleated skirt that I was obsessed with. And I'm still obsessed with pleated skirts, probably because of this. I would go to that dress up box in that one classroom in my church. And I would take that skirt out and I would, I would stomp through those halls. Like, like everyone was watching. (laughs) Wait. And then I got, then I got older and learned about shame. Shame. (laughs) What? Tell us about this dress up box. I'm interested in this. So, well, like, did you, like, when you're really little, like preschoolers, there's like a little, like a little dress up, um, box, like, you know, like a, like an apron for anyone who wants to do apron things or, uh, you know, like a hard hat for little construction workers. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And my church was also a school. So I would go, I would like, my mom was actually a teacher at that time at this church school hybrid. And I would go when she would like take me so she could work on stuff. I would go in there and like put that skirt on and I would twirl and twirl <laughs> and, uh, like run through the <laughs> run through the auditorium chapel whatever you call it yeah we had a dress up box um in my pre-k pre-k head start whatever the, before kindergarten yeah and um <clears throat> yeah like it had like you know there was like you have building blocks you had you know like the kitchen set and you know, we had like a yes. apron and I, I swear, I think they just like gave, you know, this like came as a package because like some of the boys would put on the hard hat when they were playing with like Lincoln logs and, yeah. you know, you could play like police officer or I mean, it, like I, there might have also been the whole, you know, contingent of the village people in there for all I knew. But, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Like, yeah, you just had like like a weird hodgepodge of like professions. Yeah, I think it's like when you were little and like we would play dress up or something. And then I also think like 
a little it's a little bit of like lost and found like people bring their old crap in mm-hmm. to throw in the dress up box yeah. right i was yeah. wondered why i mean now i know as an adult and understanding misogyny you know the only one that was like girl was an apron because that's what, right that's what women did kitchen oh, that yes. was it they'd play kitchen and i yeah i never understood why there weren't other things for the girls because like you know like my mom had a job and my aunt had a job and like you know ever like oh, yeah. all, none of the women i knew played kitchen so right. i was always very confused by it but now i know why hmm. misogyny mm-hmm. i've I feel like you would every once in a while get like one of those princess hats, like the cone hat with a little oh. handkerchief on the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Damsel. Those are the two da- jobs. Kitchen playing person mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and, and damsel. Mean, yeah. I mean, and, and I think we were like a little too young for hot lady cop. So, maybe oh, that, you know, that wasn't in there. Definitely or anything, but, not. you know. Oh, yeah. Do you have a, um, Daniel, do you have a camp story you want to tell? Should I tell my quick one? Um, I'll tell mine. Uh, I actually have, no, because I, I want to end on yours because I, oh, okay. I like it. Um, oh, okay. Mine, it, so I have never been like actually camping, you know, where like I set up the tent and went fishing because I wanted mm-hmm. to do that. But we as, as city folk, it just kind of never happened. But I did sleep in a tent once because <gasps> my one of my father's sisters was dating this guy whose family owned a campground somewhere in i think pennsylvania or something like that and hot so right (laughs) so we were told okay hey like so and so is you know like we're all going camping camping being the operative word which did not happen Mm -hmm. so we get there and the campgrounds are beautiful you know they have a lake with those little like um those boats that you have to like get in and and paddle paddle boat paddle boat (gasps) yeah Um, no 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 not a paddle boat um where it's like with your feet with a pedal yeah Yeah, like that's called a paddle boat i i think so oh i thought it was called a pedal boat um so anyway it was beautiful right and but we didn't know exactly where we were staying so like all of our stuff was in the car until like you know evening started to approach and they were like okay well we're staying over here and like it's the four of us my mom dad brother and i and then my my aunt and her boyfriend and other assorted people and we're like walking and there's this beautiful camper right like (gasps) like, you know we're we're like um Oh, like uh, a like an RV. Yeah, like an RV. Yeah, you know where the sides come out and everything to make the bedroom in the back bigger. Like yes, I was yes. obsessed. I thought well, you meant like a person. I thought you meant like a person. <laughs> I got excited. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm with you. I love yeah. it. Well, my family, the four of us, were not in the RV. That <gasps> was not for us. That was oh. for my aunt and her boyfriend and. I, I honestly can't remember who else came with us, but we were shown this little, it's like we were shown this tent next to the RV and <gasps> it's kind of like, you know, those movies where it's like, we're going to take like a, you know, like a yacht and it's like the gorgeous yacht and then it pulls away and it's like a canoe. <laughs> That's what this was. And mind you, we didn't have sleeping bags. Like we didn't know what the fuck was going on. Oh no. I thought we were going to be in log cabins because I... <laughs> I loved True Beverly Hills. Yes. So, I mean, more than anything, I thought we were going to be in a hotel. So, right. uh, uh, again, like my um, my whole concept of what camping was was totally incorrect. Right. So, anyway, I'm just looking at, and I remember putting my hand on my hip in my white sandals, because they were always white sandals in the summer. Yes. As far as my mother was concerned. So, and I looked at my mother, I'm like, we're not doing this. <laughs> and she said... <laughs> I, mm-hmm, I'm not happy about it, but you know, we have to be gracious. And I go, can I just sleep in the car? 
And she's like, no, because the car's all the way over there. And I'm like, I said, no, we're not doing this. And, and my brother was like a year old or something. And I was like, because I, I just was not. I, I, I was that little gay child. Like, this is yeah. not, not up to par. Anyway, long story short, we sleep in this damn thing with like rocks and shit poking into our backs through oh because oh, they rustled up some sleeping bags from god knows where like they were like pillowcases anyway <laughs> that was terrible like and oh. this was not a tent for four people so that that's my camping story oh uh, <laughs> you poor thing y'all are gonna have to go camping now to make Girl, up for that i, I was so i don't angry. know no i <laughs> i want i want i want to go as, as i want to go glamping as tacky as that sounds like i want, no. I want the outdoors, but I want amenities. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So where you never went camping, in my family, we always went camping, but mm-hmm. we had an uncle who had a camper. Mm. So we had, it was like a pop-up. So you got there and it was like, and then the Ooh. camper would open up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in more ways than one? Yes. Mm. Um, but my story is actually the the first thing i thought of when i was like ooh let's tell camping stories is um the first time i stared like i stared at a man for longer than i should have um, <gasps> yes yes so i was in i used to go to this summer camp that was done at like the ymca like the local y um mm-hmm. it was a day camp but um they would schedule these things where like you'd stay there overnight and so um they so they take us up into the woods somewhere. I honestly don't know where we went. It was somewhere upstate New York, I'm assuming. And mm-hmm. they had a lake. And so there was the lake itself. And then there were these two like holes that were in the deck that led out to the lake. And that's where the younger campers, me, would um, would swim because it was like, you know, it was like four feet, maybe like no one was going to, you know, no one was going to have a moment in there. Right. So I'm in there minding my business and I turn around and one of the camp counselors is coming out of like the big old lake. And he (gasps) had so he had um, dyed blonde hair and his roots were growing out. And he was very, he was very, like, he had, like, a swimmer's build, and he was very hairy. And I just remember, like, my memory of it is just, like, this, like, gorgeous thing coming out of the water, wearing a really tight bathing suit, too tight for us kids. Like, we were the wrong audience. Um, And just seeing, like, the water rippling off of his body and, like, all of his body hair. And I was just like, I can't stop staring at this gentleman, but I don't understand why. What's wrong with my eyes? I think I need to see the nurse. Like, it was just... <laughs> oh my there goodness! Happening. <gasps> so yeah, that. Was oh, I love it. Story. <laughs> oh my god, a full James Bond like coming out of the water. Exactly. Right? Ursula yep. Andress. That's who you had. I'm picturing Halle Berry coming out of the. That's, that's <gasps> swordfish. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'm in Die Another Day, but yeah. like, yeah. Oh, which is yeah. based on Ursula Andress coming out oh, of the water. Well, mm-hmm. then there you go. Same bathing suit and everything. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew his name so I could look him up on Facebook. But God, I honestly, I wish I wish you knew his name too. Yeah, yeah. Gee, I, I want to know if he took care of those roots. I know. What is it about Camp Kessler's though? Well, I don't like... know, but what is it about? I mean, I don't know because I went to another camp after that, and there were 
um, there were these brothers who were camp counselors and they were both very hairy and always shirtless. And I was like, yes, you know, it was like a Baptist camp. So I was like, praise the Lord for both of you and all of that. <laughs> it just makes it even better. I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe it's like that kind of like authority position, but they're not your parent. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. And then on top of that, these two were like uber Christian and always talking about like, I'm going to find a nice girl to settle down with and all this stuff. And you're over and there like, like me. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Can we talk about how there's like something protruding from your swimsuit? Like, can we talk about <gasps> that? Uh-huh. Always that. It was always that for me. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and I on. were this. No, you and I were the same little kid. I was looking at that stuff all the time. I loved bird watching when we went um, on camp trips to like the pools and stuff. Yeah. It was, Mm -hmm. I always had to keep my eyes down in the changing room as like a 10 or 11 year old because I was just like, why am I looking? But oh no, don't look. Look, don't look. It was really, really like, it was, it was rough. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm. Um, Well, we're going to take a break. Yeah, we all maybe need a glass of water or something yes, after that story. Bit. Yeah, let's let's go get a drink and uh, and we'll we'll come back in a little bit. So stay tuned. Love it. Today's episode is brought to you by Quip, an innovative oral care brand that makes it easier than ever to maintain a healthy brushing routine. The simple secret to great oral health is good technique, consistent brushing, and regular upkeep. Do away with the myth that more power and features means a better clean by trying out their beautifully designed electric toothbrushes. They also take the guesswork out of replacing your toothbrush by delivering a new head and fresh batteries to you every three months. Shipping is free and you can cancel at any time. We use Quip and it's made us smile more because our teeth are actually clean. Quip is offering you, our listeners, $10 off your first refill by signing up at tryquip.com slash kiki. Again, that's tryquip.com slash kiki. Quip, oral care designed for a modern lifestyle. We're back and it's time to talk about what we've been watching and stuff. Alexis, have you watched anything exciting recently? Oh my goodness. That is all I do is watch things whenever I'm like stoning or doing hair. Mm-hmm. Um, let me think. We can go first <laughs> if you need to. You go, for, you go first because I, I am obsessed with something right now, but it's not current. Wow. And I will talk about it. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Are you familiar with this movie Speed? Yes. With Sandra Bullock? With Sandy B and Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. I yes. don't know why I'm so obsessed with it right now. And I just, I just did like four tweets about it. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to do like a Katya uh, contact thing. I just like, I can't stop watching it. And I think about like, uh, how funny it is. And also how I guess Ellen DeGeneres was up for that role that Sandy, Sandra Bullock got. What? And as I, yeah, yeah. You and lie. as I, no, hey. I wouldn't, I wouldn't lie to you. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes yeah. it so much better. <laughs> yeah, see, I guess like yeah, and they, yeah, yeah. So Ellen, I guess, was up for that part. And every time I watch it, I think, oh my god, this this movie would have been so different. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it would have been better or worse, but I just love it, and I love Sandra Bullock. Yeah, and she's I, great. Yeah, she's amazing in that. I mean, they only should have made one, though. That's my opinion. Like, that's your opinion you're entitled to it i'm gonna say 
I'm going to say Speed 2 has its merits. It gives you a whole Titanic vibe. Was that? Oh, the boat one wasn't. Wait, wasn't there like a third one or am I thinking of a whole different movie franchise at this point? I don't think there was a third one. I have uh, I have been doing my due diligence so I and I can't find back. it. Because I liked cruise speed cruise control, right? Speed to cruise control, control. Yeah. yeah, with Willem Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't get we didn't get Keanu Reeves in that one, but yeah. I still enjoyed it. What is it about speed that has you obsessed? <laughs> I like that it's got action. Mm-hmm. It's like very intense. I like that it's got a kind of a blossoming love story, but not. Not um, they they don't hit you in the the head with it. They don't hit you over the head with it. I also really like there's there's a couple of moments that are pretty progressive for a, whatever that movie came in. Like when he commandeers um that black gentleman's car and he's like, "Get out of the car!" I'm LAPD. He's like, "Man, not again! I did not steal this car. This is my car." And I was I was watching yesterday. I was like, "Oh, that's really fucking you know, that's like kind of beyond its time." The yeah. the fact that he just assumed, you know, because the driver mm-hmm. was black, that he had stolen it or that he assumed that that's Keanu Reeves would have assumed that. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was an interesting note. And there's some good like, I don't know. I feel like it's a feminist. I, maybe I'm going to stop talking about it. I like it. I like it. I like it. It's a good, you know, it's like a classic action movie. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's it, you know, like wham, bam, there's some story, there's a love interest. Like yeah. it, it, it does have all like the, like ebb and, you know, ebb and flow of like a really good action movie. Mm-hmm. Cause nowadays yeah. all they do is blow shit up. Yeah. It's not like too much. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not like too much graphics. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like a lot of graphics. It's just, just the right amount. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's so intense the way they pull on your heartstrings with all those different types of people on the bus. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Maybe that's what I like about it. It's not yeah. like there's like two pretty people, but then everyone else is like all different shapes and sizes and colors and creeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I haven't seen that movie in a while, so maybe we should watch it. I don't remember all of it. I know that they're on a bus. I mean, I, w- <laughs> I would like to watch something good, given the track record that we've had. Well, <gasps> okay, girls, so, what's so, happening? Uh, can I? Oh, May I? yes, or, please. Or were you? I was going to ask Alexis how she feels about Mamma Mia. Yes, how do you? Yeah, because that's what we're. That's what we. Um, oh, that's what you're alluding to. Mm-hmm. Here we go again. Actually, Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Have you Have you seen it? I I have not. Are you? And I, in truth, I haven't seen the first one. Okay. Are you an ABBA fan by any chance? Uh, I'm not not an ABBA fan. Okay, but you know, like you know what you should know about ABBA. Right. Okay, good. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Wait, what does that mean? Like the classic songs, <laughs> like Mamma Mia, Dancing Queen. Like, because I feel like everybody has heard ABBA and likes ABBA, but they don't know that it's ABBA, if that makes any sense. Mm. It's like everybody right. has heard these songs at some point, but they don't like. Like they don't register all the time, so okay. that's the only reason I ask. So, yeah, it's like one of those songs you hear, but you don't think about who performs it. It's like on Light FM. It's on like your radio station. Like it's just it's in rotation. So yeah, okay. I am so offended. Like <gasps> I like the first one was pretty bad, mm-hmm. and now and the second one's supposed to be better, and it, it it couldn't it couldn't be like further from the truth. It's so bad. Like Ugh. it is like they are singing karaoke on on screen, and it, it drives me crazy. That and the plot is just stupid. Yeah, <laughs> like I no, is she a thin plot girl? She is chiffon thin. Like it's just not. <laughs> it's it's tool. It's transparent. 
It's terrible. Oh, no. We were, well, okay, so what, what pulled me through the movie was that I knew Cher was going to be in it at some point. I'm like, oh, she's coming, she's coming. Where is she? Yeah. Oh, she's coming. And yeah. then at one point we see uh, like a plane, a helicopter land and this fabulous leg sticks out. And we're like, oh, she's here. Like it's time. <gasps> but it took about an hour and 30 minutes to get there. Mm-hmm. In a, in a oh. film that was what, an hour and 47 minutes long? Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so she shows up at the very, very end. Um, and, um, and then she does Fernando, which was like, not great. I really, so I, this, this was totally like when you have a shitty Christmas, um, (laughs) I I don't know why I laughed at that. So excited because it's, I think it's relatable. Um, (laughs) I, I, I was so excited. I kept screaming the whole movie, where's Cher? Wake me when Cher gets here. Like, where is she? <laughs> Literally, he fell asleep. I and... fell asleep at one point and Daniel woke me up and I was like, you've woken me up and Cher's still not on the screen. What's happening? <laughs> Why is this happening right now? Oh, no. Cher couldn't even save the movie, nope. which is terrible. It was so bad. Mm. It was so bad. Not even Andy Gar- Andy Garcia, that beautiful man. Oh, Andy Garcia. Mm. Andy Garcia is so fine, and I don't use that word very often. But he's a fine, like a fine-looking man, and I feel like he wasn't looking so good for like a few years, and then something yeah. happened, and it like like he reblossomed. Because hmm. now he's like. Mm. Let me, I'm looking, I think I know who that is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know mm-hmm. who that is. <laughs> yeah. I just um, wanted to make sure. But yeah, it was so yeah. bad. And, you know, Cher look, looked okay. Like, she looked good. She looked good. How she dare you? Good. Um, mm-hmm. But honestly, I, I, I was so bored by it. I went to, like, our kitchen table and was working on a pattern. Because I was like, you know what? I give up. I can't Aww. handle it. Like, I saw the screen. I was, like, watching it. But I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Hip curve here, bust goes there. Cher <gasps> still not on screen. Okay, <laughs> and then I'm like, she's on screen. I still don't care. Like, keep it moving. It was so bad. I was so so upset. Yeah, like, this movie was so bad that they that Meryl Streep would not do it. She's in it, but she's on the poster. She's absolutely in the movie. How's she in the movie? She makes a cameo at one point. She's it, like a ghost at oh, some point because her right. character died. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. I didn't like, remember. Spoiler. <laughs> anyway, that's how I feel about that. Um, I thought it was, since Cher was what pulled us through the movie, and she is now doing an album of covers, yeah. I was wondering how you feel, Alexis, about Cher doing an album of ABBA covers. Uh, I'm for it. Really? I think, yeah, why not? I mean, I, I would love to hear Cher perform more, sing you know, I want more. We all, we all want more share. I think mm-hmm. I'll take it in any way I can get it. I I think um, it's gonna. I mean, I'm not familiar. Like I know the Abbott like standards. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it'll be like an alternate ending in a movie. It'll be fun to see like what she does with it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm here with you for that one because I I, I didn't know how I felt about it at first because okay. I was like I want I want share right mm-hmm. like. We got to see her during her last tour, and I mean, I've always loved Cher, but I was like, oh my god, I want her to have something to tour with again, I guess. Oh, yeah. Honestly, on her last tour, she did mostly everything else, and then a few things from the latest album. But anyway, I thought it would just be really cool to like have her come out with something again, so I wasn't too pleased, but then I thought, 
but it's ABBA and it's Cher and it's ABBA and it's Cher. So it's like, so it's going to be ABBA like on, like with auto tune and like, (laughs) and I'm I'm like, this could be fun. And I, I don't like, I I don't dislike what I've heard. You know, the, like the, they released the, um, what is it? Gimme, gimme. gimme. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it is very like, you know, vocoded and, and you know, whatever, but disco-y and I don't know. I think it could be fun. Yeah. It's like that. It's like the Lady Gaga, Tony Bennett album. Mm -hmm. Like, like I bought it because I'm a, I'm a never ending, like super fan, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to, that's not the one I put on when I want to listen to it. Mm -mm. But I like, I like that it's there. I wonder who's going (laughs) to buy the tickets to those four jazz dates that she has at her residency in Las Vegas. Cause I was like, really? Like, is it, wait, is it a jazz situation? There are, are, it's, it's 23 dates that yeah. are going to be like regular ass Lady Gaga on acid. <gasps> and then there's four dates yeah. that are like an intimate Lady Gaga singing mm-hmm. while she's on top of a yeah. piano or she some puts shit. On oh, like a, like a yeah. short wow. caftan and, yeah. and warbles at a piano. Um, <laughs> Not warbles. Warble, I, um, I just don't, I don't, I'm in tangent, but I'm, I'm wondering who's going to be in the audience for, for those four. Dates. Oh, girls, if I could get, get the money together, I would go for like, I would go for like a whole weekend. Yeah. I would see both shows, That's and then I would. That idea. That would be so fun. Go. I uh, we've been t- we've been talking about how we want to do this because we definitely want to go. But like I don't know, she did us so dirty with that last tour, and then the art pop show after before that. I don't even well, want to get into it. But like she only did us dirty because it rained. Because it rained, yeah. and they didn't. Did you see her last tour, Alexis? I did not. No. Oh well, she was supposed to have this flying bridge contraption and we saw and i don't like going to outdoor concerts because something always happens or again if it's it's hot and i hate that as well but we went to see her and we we, you know paid more than we should have for the tickets way in advance it rained they chose not to cancel the show like her time clock kept on breaking because of the rain and she basically was relegated to just the stage so like the catwalk couldn't be used none of the machinery like the machinery broke oh that sucks sang her motherfucking heart out yeah but not one like barely a costume change and she wore one baby drag queen wig the whole time Mm -hmm. it was very yeah i was like you know she has a great voice. I love her music, but half of it are the visuals and the spectacle. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. Then you know, I should pay half of that for my yeah. for my ticket. I say, but she's still amazing. I I was also upset because she doesn't perform paparazzi at the outdoor shows, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that. But that's my favorite song. I want my money back. Like, oh, let a Yelp review. <sighs> Whatever. Um, I was not. So getting back to Cher and this weird album she's doing. Um, yeah. I wasn't a fan of, I wasn't sure how I felt about the ABBA cover album. And then they released Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. And it's unfortunate, but like you can't hear that song without thinking about Madonna, especially being my, myself being a huge Madonna fan. So that's part of it. And then I don't think that there was that much of a change to the original material for it to be like, okay, this is worth my time. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't love it. And I don't know if I want to hear like, you know, you can dance, you can. Like, I don't know that I want to listen to I that. do. You know? <laughs> you Come on, share impressions. Yeah, I, I can't do a fair voice, but can you imagine? Uh-huh. <gasps> however she's going to do it, that'd be fantastic. It's not. So I have the track list. 
so that you, Daniel, oh. can get excited oh, about. Oh, you too. <laughs> sorry. Well, like I'm so sorry. So like, she's doing going d- on. some of the. No, some, I love it. Some of the the bigger hits that she's doing. She's doing Dancing Queen, SOS, Waterloo, Mamma Mia, Chiquitita, and uh, Fernando. Oh, and the winner takes it all. You're there one you of your go. favorites. You can take she's a look. She's doing Chiquitita. That's yeah. going to be Chiquitita. As Chiquitita. Um, like what she's doing it yeah oh, like, but oh so my many, goodness so many others she could one of us the, I love Cher let me say that right now I love her so much and I'm mm-hmm. very we so we saw her last tour and then she um she was going to do a second leg and we bought tickets to mm-hmm. the show for the second leg and then that leg got canceled yeah. so um and aren't then also glad, amputated aren't you but, glad um, we got to see Liza Minnelli on stage <laughs> <gasps> that's the other thing is that Liza um, so Cindy Lauper was her opening act like oh how God, can you get any yes. gayer we literally okay. had concerts yeah <gasps> and yeah. Um, stop it so Liza and Rosie O'Donnell were in the audience and so Cindy Lauper invited them on stage and you have Liza doing um, well I don't know where I am girls just want to have fun like she didn't get it she was doing girls just want to have mm-hmm. fun and okay it was it was amazing the thing like was that all was you saw joy. was this group of people like walking with somebody through the audience to, like to the front row all the, you know like 10 miles below where we were and <laughs> i like i saw sparkles right like and I, go, <gasps> I go that's liza minnelli she is working wearing a sparkly like two-piece leisure outfit as she always does and people are like who is that and i'm like it's liza are you stupid like who else is that gonna be Oh my god! You know, and then you know, probably not knowing where she was, but she there's... said in the mic, into the microphone, when she was on stage, mm-hmm. she was like, "I don't know where I am." Oh my god! I think she was referring. <laughs> I think she was maybe referring to the lyrics of the song, but still, genius. <laughs> like, wouldn't you love it if, like, Rosie and Liza were best friends, and Rosie was just like, "Come on, Liza, let's go," and like throws her over her shoulder and like just takes her places? That's rude. <laughs> what do you mean if? If what do you mean if <laughs> <laughs> those are facts? Oh yeah, that's that's a show. That's a program I would watch. Oh, it was amazing for sure. So we watched two other movies, and I kind of only want to talk about one of them. But I'm curious: Have you seen The Greatest Showman, Alexis? I have not. Okay. I have not because uh, because that's the right answer. So we can move right. on to the following mm-hmm. film. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we also watched Book Club, uh, which, <gasps> yeah, it's like, okay. please. No, I haven't seen it. I feel so bad oh, I haven't seen any really of these. good. I mean, I but listened I, to it more than watched it, but it was very yeah, good. Yeah, that's what everyone's saying, that mm-hmm. it's like, it's pretty good. It's Diet Nancy Myers. It's like, it's just perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved, because when I originally saw the trailer for this movie, I was like, wow, okay. So you have my attention with Diane Keaton and Jane Fonda, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know how I feel about Candy Bergen and what is the name of this other woman? Uh, so I was like... I got Mary Steenburgen. How is it Mary Steenburgen? <laughs> Mary Steenburgen, who I would know from Fairy Tale Theater. And That's how far back and coach from i never watched yeah oh my oh you're talking about um but i'm not talking about him the movie's about the women what are you doing um so uh yeah it was a cute movie i was very excited to watch it and um andy garcia was also in this one Mm -hmm. and and he gave us another opportunity to watch him smolder on the screen um he had uh he was diane keaton's love interest and had her tie all in a knot you know what i mean mm. oh yeah (laughs) 
the whole movie, I was like, oh, if I were Diane Keaton, I would have taken off my tie for Andy Garcia on the first night. And she was all playing hard to get because, you know, plot. But uh, Right. <laughs> I mean, she was reprising her role from the first Wives Club. Um, <laughs> it was very that. Yeah. Um, but it was a cute movie. And I'm glad that we finally got to watch it because it was like there were no theaters showing it here. So we had to wait until it was on whatever we watched it on yesterday. And oh. So be sure to watch it. It's I'm, good time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch that. I'm scraping the bottle, the bottom of the barrel for things to watch. Cause like I said, I just like, I just like sew or do hair and then I, I put things on mm-hmm. and I just don't have, I don't have anything to do. I'm all caught up with all my everything. I love home shows. That's like my, cause like, <gasps> I don't like amazing interiors on Netflix is so batshit crazy. Ooh, I was looking at that. It's so, like, I found myself yelling at the TV, being like, why did you do that? Why? So that's kind of fun. And then what was that other show we were watching? The like amazing houses or something. The world's most amazing. Yeah, houses the world's most amazing shit. houses, which is like I think it's like eight episodes, and it's these two British people, and what they do is they look at these like really like offbeat houses in different environments. Ooh, that's fun. So like there's a house there. There's an episode about houses um, in a forest, houses on the coast, houses in mountains, and it's really interesting. So. I love that. I haven't I haven't gone into the home shows. I will say quick that I'm obsessed with tiny houses. Like I will watch oh, hours yeah. mm-hmm. of YouTube videos on tiny houses. But what I want to talk to you about is this new show, Making It. Have you seen it yet? No, but I think I've heard about it. It's Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman from Parks and Rec. There's two episodes now and it's just like, it's like a reality show competition, but just about like fun, crafty stuff. Oh. And it's, and it's like so light and and like it, it it's I mean I don't want to say it's like Camp Wanakiki, but it is in the sense that it's like light, fun, fair, just mm-hmm. enjoyable to watch. There is a little bit of a competition element. And <clears throat> Nick Offerman is perfect. He like actually knows stuff about woodworking, so he's got that perspective. But he's also just funny. And Amy Poehler doesn't know anything about crafting, but she's like there and she's into like craft puns and like just talking to people and figuring out how to make stuff. It's, it is like so sweet and so heartwarming. That's my, that's my latest like current obsession. That sounds like fun. I love Nick it's, Offerman. Uh, I love him so much. Dreamboat. Yeah. He really is. Yeah. Isn't he? Really? No, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, that brings us to the end of our episode. Thank you so much for doing this with us, Alexis. Um, oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. It's so fun to talk to you girls. Thank you, you too. <laughs> Um, why don't you tell our listeners where they can follow you and also where they can see Camp Wanakiki? Absolutely. Uh, I am at Alexis Bevels on Twitter and Instagram uh, and Venmo, if you, if you wanted to know. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I'm Alexis Bevels on Facebook. And uh, you can follow Camp Wanakiki on all of those platforms, as well as YouTube, Camp Wanakiki. That's two N's. And then Kiki like Grizzly Kiki. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, well, we are Grizzly Kiki on everything. Be sure to follow us. That means Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can send your questions to grizzlykiki at gmail.com and maybe we'll read them on the air. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for listening. We'll, we'll see, see you next. next.